Welcome to the second half of season four of Living from the Bottom to the Top. This is my podcast that follows my journey of becoming houseless to owning my own mortgage-free house on my own property. Who am I? I go by the name Joe, and I'm a 57-year-old woman who lives in a travel trailer I call Penny Royal on my friend's property in the middle of the Mojave Desert in Southern California. I try to post weekly. Each episode is recorded mostly on my Galaxy Note 10 phone, and other than a basic outline to keep me from rambling, each episode is unedited, meaning you hear exactly what is going on without any filters, and sometimes that means episodes can be raw, emotionally, or end in language. I basically just finished posting the last episode, and what happened afterwards was completely unexpected. I all of a sudden had all these emotions just crash all over me. I It was kind of overwhelming. I was all over the place and it felt like I was in a whirlpool on the edge of a waterfall so I could, you know, just kind of go over it. Which some people might think that's scary, but it was actually kind of refreshing. Um, I know a lot of it was from the walk and how that affected me. It's also in part from not having enough food to eat and rationing all the water that we have. And I had basically rationed my soda until I had just like one can and it was like I waited like two days before I finished it and now I'm down to water and thankfully C got his e-bike and C manifests what he needs to and he manifested a ride home and all that and then he the only problem was the cart that he'd ordered didn't show up well that finally got here well for some reason I thought the cart that he ordered had sides it doesn't so we have to work around that and it only holds a hundred pounds but that means he can take two five gallon water jugs into town easily because he did take the bike in to go get the cart and it only took him like two hours instead of the entire day. But he got, you know, he got more water and whatever when he did that. So that'll be something nice. And not sure how next week's going to go because Hurricane Hillary is supposed to come right up through us. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it because it'll bring the temperatures down. But penny leaks. So I'm a little scared there. Um, don't know how Penny's going to deal with hurricane winds. And I'm already figuring out what buckets to put out so I can get collect water so I can kind of do laundry because all my socks are they stand up from the walk that's how how much 
sand and sweat and dust and cornstarch and whatever is in them. And the caps on my blisters for my feet have finally come off. I still don't have any toenails on my two toes. And I am over living like this. So, and I can't seem to make it past a few bucks on everything. And like I said, right now, I'm not selling, I'm not even offering too much of anything because I really don't have a way to town. Although C did the one bike that he got, um, it's manual. There is an option out there to make it into an electric bike. But I'm not sure what that's going to cost. And she has lowered the the seat so he could I could try and ride it. Which I can. And I did. And I'm going to have to build up my muscles. Because I have a bad knee. And just riding it a little bit. I could tell it was going to be a little bit difficult. And at some point I'm going to have to come up with the money. And have him buy me a bicycle rack. For the back so I can uh, put the milk crate that I have on it so I have a way of carrying things and once I do that then I do have an option not a great one mind you but I will have an option of being able to at least go to the post office and the little stores right there um, but for me to function at optimal levels just for me nothing else nobody else I figured it all out you know the basics basically just you know nothing extra just what I need to do and I need to make a minimum of you know $860 a month and that's just to live slightly above where I am right now that's not including rent anywhere or anything. That's still living in a penny. But that's making sure I have enough food and my own water. And I can pay for phone bill and propane. And, you know, most of what living would require. So, I've been, you know, looking for side hustles that don't require a physical product. Or at least, you know, one that I don't have to mail. And one of the things that came up was making low-content books. Like journals and planners and things like that. So, I went and I found the program. And that they were talking about. And I'm on the basic. And it's like $8 a month. And it's like, yeah, it's going to be, you know little tight but I think I can do it so I paid the eight dollars and I've been making low content books and as of this I think I have a total of four listed on Amazon right now and yeah I won't make a lot off of them but I do make some so there's something. 
So I either need, and I'm continually adding books because I need to, I figured it out to make a thousand dollars a month. I need to continuously sell 220 units for 220 books. And I'm hoping within, you know, if I can get them all done and everything. Because Amazon reviews your book for 72 hours before it lets it go live. And then, you know, you got to wait a day or two and hope people like what they see and think, you know, they'll buy my biggest complaint and i understand you know they're uploading everything for, you're uploading everything and they're doing the printing so i understand why they don't do a lot of things whereas if you were doing it differently they would probably show different things um i have a journal up and you only see the front of it you don't see the back which is a little bit upsetting but at the same time it kind of makes it a surprise when uh, they uh, get it I'm trying to figure out how to basically put the image up in the description but it's very limited on what you can do which I can't like I said I can't be upset it's free to upload it they're doing the printing. Yes, they're taking a printing cost out of you, what you're making. But you also get a royalty. So, and they're selling it. You know, I, I'm not limiting it to just the United States. It can be anywhere. Um, I have, I made a list of you know different books and one of the ones that I was going to do was coloring books but I've also noticed the coloring books seem to be getting accounts banned so I'm like I'm backing away from that that's just a little too iffy for me and I haven't figured out a formula for going viral here YouTube or TikTok um I really don't know the secret to making $500 a day unless, like I said, the low-content books take off. And, I, like I said, I'm never walking to town again. I, that just that was just too brutal. I'm too old. And I'm still recovering. And one of the things I've noticed is I call it my inner critic. C's called it the inner narrator, whatever. It's that voice that never shuts up. Well, at some point in that walk, it shut up. And it's really kind of spooky to not hear every idea being shot down or anything else. And it's like, did it die? Is it walled off? Um, is it being held hostage? Is it going to come back with a vengeance? But at the same time, I'm like, I can breathe. 
I don't feel like I'm standing on the abyss anymore. And like I said, it, it's kind of it's freeing, scary, and just very unknown. I've never not had the narrator putting me down or, you know, just nagging at me. So, and along with everything else, you know, it's like, I know I need to make money to get further than where I'm at. And the biggest thing is I ask for suggestions on how to make cash and I get one or two, but mostly I get likes or told how to get followers on TikTok of them not thinking that I've already done all of that. And I'm still not the 500 on TikTok and I've done the grow parties and, you know, I, I really don't want the same people following me everywhere. So I really haven't put, put it out there. I mean, yeah, it's on my description, I believe. It might not be. But, and it's not that I don't want them following me. It's just when the same people follow you every single place, it doesn't help you because... They're the same people, and if you post pretty much the same content across the board, they're not going to follow you. It's like, I really should be doing my Instagram. I haven't done my Instagram. Um, I haven't really worked on my YouTube, because I'm not sure what to put there. Uh, and TikTok, I'm on day 8 of trying to upload a video. And for whatever reason, it'll get to a certain point, and it's like, nope. I know part of it is the signal out here has been really, really bad. So part of me is hoping that once Hillary comes through and clears the air, so to speak, that the signal will be better again. Um, but a lot of people don't understand the the mental punishing. That's not right. That's not what I want to say. Um, people don't understand just how punishing it is to live the way I am mentally, physically, and emotionally. And like I said, yes, I have a roof, even though it's leaky. Um... But I don't have anybody close to come and take me places. I have to either walk, which looking at my nailless toes is not ever going to be an option again. Um, once I build my legs up again, build muscles up in my legs, um, biking might be the option and eventually get the conversion to an electric bike. Which is cheaper than the 700 that I would need for the little bike that I'm looking at. And 
and it's just I feel like there are days that I just all I'm doing is go around in circles because there are people that want to help but they're not understanding that there's obstacles in the way right now that aren't allowing me to do everything that they think I should be able to do right now. The biggest one is getting my ID and until the car is fixed or I get to where I can ride the bike long distance, um, that's not going to happen. Um, you know, if I get to where I can at least consistently go to the mailbox, go to the post office and back, at least then I can get my sewing business back up again. It seems like I get to a point where I'm doing really good and then something happens and then I have two, three months where I don't have any sales. I haven't even broken 2000 in sales this year. My goal was like 6000 and I'm like not even close. I've got oh for $4,000 that I need to sell. And that's like $32 a day from now until from the day of this recording to the end of the year. Well, and I have a, a order, a custom order, if I can get the fabric. But to get the fabric, I either have to buy more than I really want to and have it shipped to the P.O. box. Or I have to make it to Joanne's. All of which is just not an option right now. And if I can't, and you know, I don't take deposits right now because of the fact that I don't know if I'm going to be able to get the fabrics and all that. And I'm sort of, you know, it's like trying to figure out, okay, what is, what do I'm selling them for and all this because it's a custom costume. I give the person that ha that's getting it, they get a year of not worrying about that costume being out there because that's that's to me that's not fair i mean if you walk into petco and whatever and you buy it off the thing that's that's different but if you're getting a custom i feel that you should be able to have that custom and not worry about somebody else having the exact same costume the same year you got it that way you can say you have an original because you do at least for a year. But. Like I said. And then rationing things. Like water and food. Or eating things you don't want. You know. The other night. I we. I had, wa I had one bottle of water. Which was to for drinking. Because she hadn't gone to town yet. And I wanted noodles. Well. I decided well. I have a stale beer. Might as well try that. Yeah don't do that. That was the most disgusting thing. I've eaten in a long long time. And. Yeah. It didn't matter how much. 
ketchup I put on it or salt or anything. It was just nasty. So. And like I said. Um, I'm working on different things. And one of the biggest things I did. While I still want the e-bike. I did take the goal down off of Kofi. Or coffee. And I put up a different one. Because. I'm still trying to get the last little bit for my Pennsylvania storage. And I'm working with my child about how they will buy the money order and fill it out and ship it. Because otherwise I have to do a certified check and that's $5 every time. And it's like they didn't raise the rent more than like $25 so I went from $50 a month to $75 which is not bad and you know that makes it like $80 a month and that's not doing anything for my savings and then I have to jump through all the hoops because that account's in Kentucky. I have to call them. I have to go through 20 minutes of all of that with them. And then wait the extra however many days. And from there. And it just. It's just easier to have my kid get the money order and do that. And you know. For anyone that wants to help. and But they don't want to donate. And they just want to send it directly to you. Um, the place is now called Toth, T-O-T-H, Storage, and the address is 600 East Main Street, Extension, in Grove City, PA. The zip code is 16127, and the unit number is 70. I don't know if that helps anybody, or... Like I said, I'm just kind of all over the place, and trying to figure out how to refocus without having that narrator to, to basically put me down it's just it's it's weird and you know another thing is i'm tired of conquering the small things like flies and mice and the biting nighttime wasps and the nope noodles. And you know. Loss of pets. And etc. It's just. I want to have a real life again. I don't feel like I have a real life. I'm existing. And I'm be, I am so over of just existing. And to try and move forward. Unfortunately. That means I have to figure out how to make money. Which is why I'm trying to do all these low content books. And, you know, to have wishes and goals and, you know, simple things like to be able to take a hot, long, hot soak in, in a tub instead of, you know, using baby wipes and hoping that I have enough to take a layer of desert off of me 
I want to be able to look in my pantry and say, oh, that sounds good for dinner and not worry about, you know, okay, how, how many servings is that going to make? You know, I want a refrigerator or freezer that has the icy cold milk in it, meat, ice cream. I want a soft bed. I don't, I'm tired of sleeping on basically cushions that are flat and a board. I want a place that has an address and a roof that doesn't leak. I want to be able to have a garden where things can grow up to maturity. I want trees. I want my driver's license back. I want my business to be thriving and the post office to come pick up stuff from me. I want my adjusted income to stay in the positive and not be in the negative. You know, let it show me as low middle class income. If it, you know, not the extreme poverty it has me at now where my adjusted income is in the negatives. And yes, I do have photo proof for CEDAS. Of it being in the negative because he absolutely could not understand how I could be in the negative. My adjusted income was in the negatives. The one year it was negative $5,000. That shouldn't be possible. How does a person live on an adjusted income of negative $5,000 and yet not get a refund? You know, like I said, I know what I want, but it's getting there without the opportunities I need to have for to have, you know, to have it happen. You know, I don't have the funds to rent a place even if I wanted to. I mean, there is. When I was walking, there is a place, it's not in the great, great area, but it would be an address. I don't know how much it is. I didn't think, I wasn't thinking, I couldn't think at that point. I was more focused on getting to where I could get something to eat and water and all that when I was walking. I didn't think to take a picture and, you know, eventually call them and find out how much the rent was and it feels like I do a lot of backtracking and I don't know how things are going to work out with the low income or low income the low content books or you know what's going to happen with Hil Hurricane Hillary coming through you know, it's been like a century since that's happened. And we're not going to get missed. This is, this, they're projecting this going through, it's going to be so wide. It's going to go through Nevada and Utah and California. It's, it, you know, they're predicting it's going to hit. Los Angeles and 
San Diego, and we're right in the we're right in the center of it. So, and that's supposed to hit. I think the the leading edge. I think we're supposed to get on either late Saturday, early Sunday. And I don't know how that's going to affect the desert. That's a lot of water. Wind, like I said. Yeah, the wind, depending on the amount. What, how, the wind can get bad out here, but I don't know what the wind's going to be when it hits here. So that's kind of a scary thing. Um, but yeah. I am going to try and get everything charged up and keep it as charged up as possible and because once the sun is gone, I don't have a way to charge. So, you know, I may not do much of anything on the phone, um, may or may not post on my Facebook, might post to coffee, I don't know. It's going to be interesting this weekend. But that's it for now. Rogue out.